What's up, guys? Sports Gyms. My name's Trun. My name's Pranav. Today, we're going to be going over every trade that happened in the NBA trade deadline. A lot of stuff happened, a really, really active trade deadline, as opposed to what people initially thought. I thought the biggest trade would be an Oladipo trade, but a lot of stuff happened. Yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff that went on today. Yeah, for sure. I think that overall, this is, I think, one of the most interesting trade deadlines, like probably the most, tell me a better trade deadline we've had in at least the past five years. No, we've definitely had some great trade deadlines. There was one, like the one where LeBron like sold everyone. I wouldn't say that. I was thinking about that one too, but like that's not a great one. Like, what the best player that got moved was Isaiah Thomas, and he was well out of his prime then. Yeah, I mean there were. I'm, I remember. Yeah, I, I guess that's funny to think about yeah. that LeBron sold everyone, but overall there hasn't been like insane trade deadlines. Um, I think this is. De- I think I think the most stars got traded in this one. Uh, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to st- go through every trade that happened in chronological order. We're Bulls fans, by the way, so... Yeah. Sup, buddy? Uh, yeah, we're really happy with how this one went. Um, I, You guys probably think so, too. Uh, but we're going to go in chronological order, starting with JaVale McGee going to the Denver Nuggets. So basically what happened was Denver got JaVale McGee, Cleveland got Isaiah Hardenstein, a protected 2023 second-round pick, and an unprotected 2027 second-round pick. So, no, they got a 2023 second-round pick and a 2027 second-round pick. 2023 one had protection. Yeah, I mean, it's a, I think it's, like, a decent move for Denver. Get some, like, decent depth off the bench. And Cleveland, like, to be honest, I don't understand second-round picks at this point. Like, there's such a low chance that they actually work out. And not on top of that, it's one of them is protected. So like I don't I think it's good to have draft capital and I say that because I think honestly the reason I think I like draft capital is to is to trade for players. I mean then again like nobody's trading superstars for No but like you look picks. look at this like you they got JaVale McGee for like they were I mean so the Denver got JaVale McGee with adding those two second round picks. Yeah. Right? And JaVale McGee is a solid a really good rotational player. Yeah, but you're not going to get someone that's going to change your franchise with two second round picks. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'll agree with that. But it's good to it's good to have them, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't hurt, but I just don't think it's great value at least nowadays. Yeah. I think this was I'd say I'd say this is a B plus trade for Denver and Cleveland. I'm not really going to give a trade. They kind of need to get rid of McGee. I guess you'd give this around a B plus, a B. I'd give this a B. I'd say closer like B minus C plus, just because I don't think it's gonna be super impactful. Like it's a good move. It, they didn't lose much, but it's just not like none of the. I don't think this move is gonna make. I think the yeah. biggest impact will be in Denver. Yeah, it's not gonna be like an amazing. It's not like their sure. team is flipped upside down. No, like it just this is there. a meh. Move, yeah, right. All right, let's move on to the. I think the biggest trade that's definitely happened this whole off season. Sorry, not this whole Vucevic. this whole Woochie coochie. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, I I I need. It. I saw it. Shout out to everything Bulls and delusional Bulls fans. Definitely the the top Bulls accounts. No, we're referring to him as that from now on. Yeah, it, it just makes sense. I saw it on one of their pages. I forget which one, but it just makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Orlando Magic fans should be ashamed that they didn't come up with that name earlier. Such such wow. Now, I'd say the Bulls the Bulls fan pages have had some pretty good nicknames like Thaddeus Young. Daddy, 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 daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Johnson. Yeah, no, I, I love. I, you can't. I mean, I think it's just us. You give us any player, we'll give a great nickname. 
uh, let's so let's go into the details of the trade. So Chicago obviously got the star Nikola Vucevic um, in this trade. That was the main centerpiece of the trade, as lo- along with Alfred Camino. Orlando got Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr., and two first-round picks. The first one is in 2021, and which is a top-four protection, so that's this year. And the second one is 2023, and I believe it's unprotected. It is unprotected. Yeah. Woo! That's a bit. That's a massive trade by any means. Like anytime you're giving up two first-round picks and two valuable first-round picks, at least one, the one this year, and a young player. And a, and, a, and a young player. I think Auto, Auto Porter was just added on for contract benefits, contract matching and stuff like yeah. that. But it's, I think, it's just so, the Bulls just took a huge swing for the fences. I, I like the move. I think now, like, we've established ourselves as a playoff team. I think we've established ourselves as a dangerous first-round team to play for a team like Boston, for a team like Philadelphia. Sure. Like we we're a scary team to play now in the playoffs. I agree. I think so. Wendell really hasn't done much this season, and I'll admit this as a big Wendell supporter. I really I really thought he had great potential as at least defensively. I thought he could have been a pretty decent offensive player, but he really hasn't shown much. Yeah, this Wendell season. sucks. I'm, All <laughs> right, so this guy he hates on my Wendell takes, but I have legitimate takes. But again, it's like a Laurie Markin versus Wendell thing. He think had, he has Wendell. I have Laurie Markin. It's been going on for at least like a month. It's kind of gotten to the point where like he's just stupid. But now now it's good. Now, now like now, now we got rid of him. Yeah, so he's we can't gone. we 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 can't make that argument. I I would say that. He was a better asset in this situation, but hey, who, who knows? Um, That's why we got rid of him. <laughs> yeah, okay, buddy. Uh, so basically, I think that in this situation, Orlando is going to full rebuild mode, which I think is a good move for them. Yeah, they needed to go. I they were in this roster, even with everyone healthy. If Jonathan Isaac came back healthy, if Markel Fultz was fully healthy, they are maybe at best a seven seed, in my eyes. I think like I was actually pretty high on Orlando because I really really like Markel Fultz, and I think I at the beginning we did like a playoff predictions like who we thought would be like in the playoffs, and I think I had Orlando at the eighth seed. So I like really liked this Orlando team. I wouldn't uh, even then, then though. That's like that's not that high for them, especially like so. This is like all these players are in their prime, and the best they can do is the eighth seed, right? Which I, but that's also with Jonathan Isaac out. Sure. It's only Markel Fultz and Fournier and Vucevic. That okay, I'll give you that. Um, but and Aaron Gordon. Um, yeah. I still think even with Isaac in, I think tops tops seven or six seed in my eyes. So that's why I think they made a really good move by blowing up the whole roster, which roster, which you'll see in later trades. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it has worked for them. Like they've made the playoffs a few times after like going through like a drought. What's the point? Though? You know, they've made the playoffs. Then now, like, okay, we've made the playoffs. We've given our fans at least something to be hopeful about. Now let's blow it up, start over, and make a real run. Yeah, make a real run. Uh, I think they got really great value, at least for the Nikola Vucevic trade. In this one particularly, yeah, the two first, two first, I think will be the most valuable. Uh, Wendell, if they can develop him, he could be really good for them. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, they could really like benefit from this trade again, and I think their most valuable asset that they got from this trade would be losses, so they can get their own pick to be better, right? Yeah, you get I, guess. What I mean they got that they got the asset. To they take. have their own pick, right? Yeah, they do. Okay, 
they're already doing bad, but now with Vucevic gone, who was a hard carry for them? Let me mention that. Yeah. They, he was averaging 24.5 points per game, I think over 11 rebounds per Loki, game. Loki, one of the most slept-on players in the NBA. Very slept-on. And I think it's just because, like, he's not a flashy player. Nobody, like, pays attention to Vucevic, but not, he's yeah. he's a great player. I'm not going to lie, he's incredibly boring. Yeah. I think his game's kind of boring, Uh, but I don't really care. I really don't care. Um, he I think gets those wins, gets those wins. I bet. I think with the duo of Zach Levine and Vucevic, the, both their numbers will go down a bit. I think Vuce will average around. The I don't 20. know. I think Vucevic will be around the same because he did I, play with Fournier, who's a great scorer. I'm not at the level of Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Yeah. No, not not. But then he also had Fultz and he had Aaron Gordon. I so. see him dropping. I think in the in the system where he might be the second option, I see him dropping to around twenty points for twenty points per game. And still averaging the same amount of rebounds. Yeah, he's still going to be great. But I can see Levine going around 26 points per game for the rest of the season. I think that's fair. Um, but again, they're in, the Bulls are in win-now mode. My only worry right now is uh, Vucevic's age. Yeah, for me, it's timeline. Yeah. Because we have a young team. Have, no, no, no. It's like super weird. Like William, Pat, Patrick Williams is 19, Levine's 25, and now Vucevic is 30. We have a really weird time timeline. Yeah, the time like overall, like before we had a pretty young core aside from Levine, who's he? He's still pretty young. Twenty five is pretty young. Yeah, but now we've kind of like now we've like kind of stretched that out a bit. But I think it could help our young players develop because now they're in more competitive situations like the playoffs. I think so. I think Lowry has gone this off season, which makes sense. I don't yeah. see Lowry and Vucevic fitting together. I really don't. I don't like that fit at all. Uh, what what's gonna happen? I think is that we get rid of all of our young players. I can see us trading Kobe too, Kobe, and maybe we sign Larry to the restricted free agent. We get get a package deal. We get another star. I think we're in win now move, win now mode, and we could really be getting rid of our youngness, our young depth, and really adding players that who will help us win now. I I'm not saying that's gonna happen. I think it could happen. Um, I I mean I guess that makes sense. But then again, like. Going into win-now mode when a team like Brooklyn has just been assembled doesn't make much sense to me. Especially when you have a young core sure. who will like probably be in their prime within like five years, maybe. That's out of like... That's when Brooklyn is kind of... Good. That, that's when they're... But then again, we've already be. traded away, like, I think assets to get more picks. Uh, yeah, now like added Vucevic, who has a big contract, a big contract, you know... And now so, with this Vucevic move, like, we kind of have to go all-in, but going all-in with, like, a team like sure. Brooklyn is not Unsafe. the smartest decision. So, I'm going to give this grade, I think, from a Bulls fan, I think, overall, I'm including, like, giving a sense of, like, hope to Bulls fans as well as, like, like a win now. Like, I like the mentality of winning. But, like, oh, like there's some negative factors to this, I'd say. I think there's, like, some risks definitely taken. But I'd give this an overall a B plus. Yeah, I agree. B plus. B plus is a fair. I think it's a good move, but it could pan out badly. Yeah, it it could really it, hurt. Yeah, us. it could really mess up the flow. Like in like two years, maybe I could see his like kind of like with his big con. And I would he doesn't have a huge contract. Yeah, I think actually. it gets smaller. It gets it does get smaller, but. And then again, like we've traded away assets like Wendell. I mean, maybe not. I don't know how much worth is in Wendell, but he is not an asset. Yeah, you're wrong. But uh, those picks for sure. Yeah, the picks, right? Um, so yeah, it could hurt us in the future. It could come sting us. But if we are, 
if we played to like how we're expected to play, those picks might not be too valuable. Mm-hmm. And in that case, we didn't lose much. Sure. So okay, so the next trade. Oh, we have to give the Orlando trade Orlando a grade. I think from a mentality standpoint and like kind of like embracing the rebuild, I give this a. I might be. I I I think this is good for them. There were they really needed to do this. Um, yeah, it's a good move, but what? It's just hard to I guess hard to grasp. But I give this an A. For them, I maybe not maybe an A minus. I'll give this an A minus. I think that's a little more fair because. Maybe, I think they could have got a better haul for Vucevic, to be honest. Yeah, I think they could have gotten a better haul. But not only that, like, whenever you trade away basically your franchise cornerstone, sure, it's not going to be the best move. And it, they did make it into a good move. They got good assets, good value. So I'm not going to, like, knock them for that. But I, I'm still going to give them a B. I agree. Oh, that's fine. Uh, let's go the next trade, another Orlando trade. They traded away Evan Fournier, which is a good move for them. Um, they got, t- they got two second round picks. Yeah, they got scammed. Uh, yeah, they did. I, I wouldn't say scam, scam, but they definitely lost the trade. I think they could have gotten more assets. I think they could have gotten a first, to be honest. Maybe like, yeah. or like a young prospect or, and a, and a second on top of that. Fournier is a skilled scorer. Um, he's averaging around twenty points per game from this season and thirty eight percent from three, and but he is a free agent this offseason, so I guess he does have that rental sort of mentality to him. Um, but so I think they could have gotten at least a young prospect. I could have seen him going to maybe Denver and trading for RJ ha- RJ Hampton in that same package. Maybe not 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 in the same package with Aaron Gordon, but I'm saying like they could have gotten a player like RJ Hampton, maybe Tyrese, uh, maybe not Tyrese Maxey, but. Again, like a player like that, a young a young player, and then maybe a second on top of that. Because I think two second round picks, like you mentioned, doesn't have much value at all. I mean, I I could have seen a team like Utah, Los Angeles, or like San Antonio trade a first round pick to try and get him Fournier. And in that case, that's way more value than two second round picks. Yeah, I could have seen them making a move like that. I think they kind of got into impulse mode. The magic did. They yeah. just uh, trade, trade, trade. Let's rebuild right now. Get get better. No, get worse. I guess get younger. But it, for Boston, it's a good move. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, if you can ever get like add a player like Evan Fournier for basically not losing anyone, yeah, I think this is a good move. It doesn't add. It doesn't give them what they were lacking, which is center depth and de- defense, and it's just like a big man at center. But this doesn't hurt. I'd say. Yeah, I mean. They're even though they have that duo of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, they have not been playing up to their expectations. They've actually been pretty disappointing. I so agree. I think with that. bringing in a player like Evan Fournier could like help change the tempo, help change the pace, just bring this team back to like what we expected them to be. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, so I mean, so I, they're obviously in win now mode and. I I'd give Boston. This is an A trade. Yeah, this is an A. This is a clear A. Gave up nothing. Got good value. Got good value. I'd give Orlando a D. A D. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I I'd give them like a C minus in the sense that they might have it might have been hard for them to get more value. Maybe the fact that he's an expiring contract, and they did clear up seventeen million dollars in cap space, so that they have an exception for whenever they want to use it. So. I guess that's somewhat of an upside for this trade because if they did get another player, they definitely wouldn't have as they wouldn't have as much cap freed up. 
Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I really do believe that a team like Utah could would have traded a first-round pick for Evan Fournier. Maybe not Utah, because they do have Jordan Clarkson, but, like, Los Angeles, or even, like, San Antonio, because they're, now they're in the playoff run, too. I don't think they want to be, but yet they are. Um, next one. Uh, next year, we're going to go into another Orlando trade. Aaron Gordon got traded to Denver Nuggets. So Denver got Aaron Gordon and Gary Clark. Orlando got Gary Harris, R.J. Hampton, and a first-round pick. So... Great move from Denver. Yeah. And I say that because they were, again, like a fifth or sixth seed. This solidifies them in making a real run in the West, right? They just needed more pieces. There's a lot of more There's a lot more super teams being formed. I wouldn't say super teams, but, like, teams are just better right now, I would say, at, le- at least compared to before. And adding a player like Aaron Gordon to be, like, a, f- like a third option or a fourth option with Michael Porter Jr., it will always be beneficial. You know what I mean? Yeah. They did give up. A young prospect in R.J. Hampton, a player like Gary Harris who plays really good defense and a first-round pick. So I wouldn't say they they gave up nothing for it. They actually did give up a good amount, in my opinion. But I think it's worth it, especially since you're trying to win now. And, you know, they felt like this is like the fit they kind of wanted, and, and it worked out for them. Yeah, so I actually disagree. I think that Aaron Gordon is very very overrated i don't think that he brings their team what they needed and what they needed is defense so not only did he not not only did they not bring in something that they need which is his defense they traded away arguably their best defender in gary harris i think he's a quality wing defender who can take some minutes aaron gordon yeah i think he's an extremely overrated player i don't see him doing much what has he done for Orlando other than that one year where he averaged like 17? I see here's the thing. I think he comes in as a third or fourth option for them. He's not going to be the sole, like, he's not even a second, or, like, not a second or third option. He's just, like, drawing more attention away from Jokic. He's just giving more spacing. He's, again, like, I think promoting, giving more help to the whole team in general. Okay, so what does he bring to their team that a player like Paul Millsap doesn't? Honestly, you could be wrong there. I think it's ha- it's good to have a player who can, again, draw. D- yeah, so does Millsap though. But because I th- I would say Millsap has a better jump shot than Eric Gordon, and I think that if you're drawing attention away from Jokic, that normally means stretching the floor. That normally means getting out of the paint. So I think that putting Aaron Gordon in that spot doesn't really help them as much as it may seem. Yeah, you could be right there. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm. I think this was still a good move for them, though. Yeah, I think just I, adding a quality player like Aaron Gordon, maybe not. I, I'm even if you don't overrate him in the sense that you're saying, he's still a quality player. Yeah, he's a quality player. Who can I, put I, up like I think around 15 points per game for them? Maybe not 15. He How average, he average? He's averaging 14 with the Magic without like. Jokic, yeah. Jamal Murray. I think so. Maybe like 13, point, 13 or 12 points per game, which is a good amount of offensive power. Yeah, I mean, that's good. I think it'll be fun to have him with Jokic, to be honest. A player who can pass and a player who can throw it down. Yeah, that'll be fun. But then, like, that's at the sacrifice of your defense, which is all right. I don't think they're sacrificing defense at all. Okay, no, Gary Harris. Yeah, yeah. you know, I could be wrong there. But, yeah, you could be. Huh? You know what? Defense was their biggest need. I won't, yeah, you could be right. Uh, I think Aaron Gordon does big, bring some good wing defending, 
defense defense but yeah you do lose some of that guard defense with gary harris but i guess it's i'd rather have wing defense than guard defense to be honest uh but their best defender is jamal murray gary harris is a better defender than aaron gordon I mean, I don't know. I think they're both good defenders. I don't think it makes a big difference in my eyes. Uh, so yeah, I give. Okay, so let's go into um, grades. I give Denver. Taking it, take taking into what you said. I'd give this a B. I would give this a C, for Denver. So you you don't like this trade? No, I, at least for Denver, I like the trade for Orlando. Yeah, I like. I think Orlando. I'd give this an A. Yeah, I I mean an A, but I give them like a B plus B. Yeah, I think. I'd give, okay, you know what? I revise. I give this a minus. Yeah, you can. I don't think it's a perfect trade. Yeah. Uh, because again, um, Gary Harris does have a decently kind of a big contract, but I love I love the RJ Hunt, RJ Hampton part of yeah. it and a first round pick. And RJ Hampton, he did flash some like potential this year. It's always good to get young prospects, even yeah. if they don't pan out. At least you give it a shot, right? And like with Markel Fultz tearing his ACL, maybe RJ Hampton a real shot there. this season. And Cole Anthony, he tore his or he messed up something too. Really? He got injured. Oh man. So, yeah, he, he really has a real shot. If he turns into something, that's great. Good for Orlando, right? Yeah. So, next trade we have is kind of a smaller trade. Nemanja Bielica for Mo Harkos and Chris Silva. I like Nemanja Bielica. I think he'll help them out, especially just... Um, so, they did trade away Kelly Oubre, and this and this will fill that role for them. So, yeah, I, I do like this trade. I think it's a simple trade. I give this a... I want to give like these average smaller traits that which really won't make a huge effect, but that does help a little bit. I'd give this a B for Miami, Sacramento. I don't know what they're doing, to be honest. I don't really see the point for them in this yeah, trade. I don't, I don't understand this trade. So yeah, I'm giving this a C. Yeah, so for Miami, I would... I mean, I don't really understand the trade for both teams. Like, for Miami, it makes sense because they shared with Kelly Oubre in that Victor Oladipo trade, which we'll get into later. And Bielitsa fills that role for them. Kelly Oubre? Not Kelly Oubre. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't mean Kelly. I meant uh, Kelly Olenek. Oh, yeah. Kelly Olenek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So it fills that yeah, role? Yeah. That's why I think it makes sense for Miami. Yeah, so I would give this like a B plus or A minus for Miami. And then for Sacramento, I mean, I yeah, we're kind I of thinking ahead. Trade. Yeah. It's like C. Sure. Next trade. So Norman Powell and Gary Trent kind of flop team, um, swap teams. I don't know. I I don't I don't love this trade for Portland. and Rodney Hood for Toronto. I don't love the, so the trade is Norman Powell for Gary Trent and Rodney Hood. I don't like this trade for Toronto, and I say that because Norman Powell is on a rental contract. He's having he's having a really really good season. I would say that, but do they need more scoring? You don't like trade for Portland. For Portland, yeah. yeah. They don't need more scoring. They have Damon Lillard, Damon Lillard and CJ McCollum is coming back soon. He did come back. Yeah. Um, but it's just another player that you have to watch out for. But their biggest need is defense. I think overall defense, they're not they're not a good defensive team. Yeah, that is their biggest need. But then again, like... And then I think one of their better defenders in Gary Trent Jr., yeah. they traded him away. So I think they're just adding more salt to the wound by trading him away. Trading him away. So again, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of this trade for for Toronto. Uh, I think Portland, if, if you whenever you get a guy like Gary Trent, I think it's a it's a W. Yeah, a young player who can play defense is always good. It's always great shooter too. Yeah, it's always good to have on the team. You know, especially I think they're on a younger movement with Pascal. He's also kind of older too, to be honest. But Gary Trent, I think they're going to again they're going to lose. 
OG, they're going to lose Kyle Lowry this offseason in my eyes. I think that's what will happen. And then they could have a decently higher draft pick this year because they're not performing as well. Uh, I I think what you said makes sense about like the defense part. But then again, adding another like spark plug to your offense like Norman Powell, that's never going to... I think the offense that Norman Powell brings outweighs the defense that Gary Trent brings. Just because uh, if you bring in Norman Powell at the same time that C.J. McCollum returns, now you have two more players that opposing defenses need to watch out for. I'm seeing Norman Powell coming off the bench. That's that's even better. A smart pluck off the bench? Yeah. Sure. I like Especially because Norman Powell's been averaging 23 points a game. Career year. Yeah, and 46, 47 from three. I think he's third in the NBA in three-pointers. Yeah, like among like people who like actually take them like consistently, mm-hmm. behind only like Joe Harris and Joe Ingles, known three point shooters. So like Norman Powell has been playing amazing basketball this year, and I don't even think he's a bad defender. I'm I, not taking away. I just think that Gary Trent was a good one. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I feel about it. I'm gonna give Portland honestly a C minus on this trade, again, because my biggest worry is that yeah, it'll help right now, but he's on a rental contract. You only yeah. have one more like, half season with him. He could be... Honestly, I could see him going leaving Portland. Well, I mean, he has no obligations. I mean, then again, this year could be their last opportunity, especially with injuries for the Lakers. Now is, like, the time for them to, like, explode onto the scene, like, get high seed and make run in the playoffs. It could happen. I'm not... I, I Again, yeah, it could happen, but... And it's, like, on teams that weren't expected to be good, like Utah and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Now they're leading the Western Conference. So, like, when normally when teams who are not expected to be good are, like, leading or, like, the number one team, they always have flaws. And I think we've seen that with, like, Milwaukee. When they, like, exploded onto the scene, even though they were, like, really, really good in the regular season, there was always something that fell apart in the postseason. Sure. So I think both of those teams have that, like, have that weakness. And Portland has been consistently in the playoffs. Now they have the spark plug, so I, I like the trade for Portland. I'm not, again. I've, I've I've already said why I'm not a huge fan of this, but I, I get where you're coming from. I'm gonna give Portland a C minus on this one, and Toronto. I'll give this. If you get a guy like Gary Trent Jr., I think they're gonna lose Norman Powell anyway. So you get, acquire a guy like Gary Trent. I'm giving this an A minus for them. I'm gonna give Portland a B, and I'm gonna give Toronto a B plus. Sure. Okay. Let's move on. All right. This is the next one. It's a three team trade. Excuse me. Uh, Philadelphia gets George Hill. New York gets Terrence Ferguson. And Oklahoma City gets Austin Rivers, Tony Bradley, and two second-round picks. Okay, see, obviously adding a shit ton of draft capital. That's kind of their motive. That's who they are. That's kind of what they do. I don't know how much it'll benefit them. Like you mentioned, second-round picks aren't too valuable, but depends on how they draft. They might find a gem, right, in the second round? Yeah. And having that amount of choices and options i guess will help out for sure i think players like austin rivers and tony bradley all are all temporary players they did this for the picks and that's the only reason i see that happening philadelphia uh this is a good trade for them yeah i like bringing in a veteran point guard who can score too yeah because they won i think kyle lowry was their biggest uh trade target this this trade deadline but my um toronto's asking price was too big yeah I, I, I think I saw a template. I forget exactly, but it was like two first-round picks, 
a young player and like some other stuff. I think they want to maxi two first round picks and someone on top of that, which is just too much in my eyes. I don't think it's worth it, especially if it's not a rental contract. Uh, yeah. So if you get a player like George Hill, who isn't as good as Kyle Lowry, but he, he's kind of like a worse version of him, I'd say. Yeah, it, it'll it works out. And what did they give? They gave up Tony Bradley. I think Terrence Ferguson. And I think they gave up one. They the gave picks. up Tony Bradley and maybe a second. Mm-hmm. In my George eyes, Hill. it worked out to bring in veteran leadership. And New York, they brought in Terrence Ferguson, who's he hasn't flashed a ton of potential, but he's an athlete. He's raw, so you can always figure out some way to incorporate their strengths into your team. So I like the trade for New York as well. Um, they traded away Austin Rivers and I think a second. Rivers wasn't in the rotation as of late. Yeah, so, so either way he wasn't even doesn't contributing matter. to their team. I guess OKC, I like they it was for the two second round picks. Mm-hmm. So I again they're still moving into tank mode and somehow they're still winning games, so that's probably why they're trying to get rid of their players, but Sure. Yeah, yeah I mean just for the picks. Yeah. I'd give Philadelphia I'd give it a B, I'd give it a B B plus. B yeah B B plus. Uh, New York. I guess I kind of like getting rid of Austin Rivers because yeah they have so many point guards with Derrick Rose, Isaiah, um, Emmanuel Quickly, uh, Alfred Payton, and Austin Rivers. So yeah, it's good. Good and maybe taking a chance on Terrence Ferguson. Terrence Ferguson. So again, I'd give I I I think Austin Rivers did have some value, so I'd give this a B minus. Yeah, I agree. B minus. Uh, and OKC. Yeah, just like yeah, you can have a lot of picks, but I don't know how much benefit they'll really get out of this. Okay, so this next trade, I'm not, I don't really understand to be honest. Uh, so it was between the Clippers and Atlanta. Clippers got Rajon Rondo, and Atlanta got Lou Williams and two second round picks. Off the bat, I'm giving this one to LA. I don't like this trade for LA, and it's simply for those two second round picks. Like they Wait, have was there two second round picks in the trade? Yeah, there was. It's not shown on this list. Okay. Uh I I'm I just don't like that because they already have so less draft capital in that Paul George trade. Adding losing more, it's always good to have even if it's not a great pick, it's always good to have some pick. And they're just they just lost two of them, right? Mm-hmm. For Rajan Rondon, I don't think he's gonna bring that much value to them at all. Uh that that's my whole idea about this. That, that's how I feel about this. I think Lou Williams is a solid player. He's definitely shown serious sense of regression this year, which is why he's being traded. He isn't the player he was previously. Um, Williams will probably play out the season in Atlanta. Uh, again, help boost their bench. Uh, overall, I I don't again I don't like the trade for LA, and I I guess I do like the trade for Atlanta in the sense that they did kind of. Rajon Rondo was gonna be wasn't a great player for them, so they're to take. Uh, Lou Williams is always good to have, I guess, and then get the two the two second second round picks on top of that. So I'm gonna off the bat, I'm gonna give the Clippers honestly, like I really don't like this trade. I give this a D plus. And Atlanta, I, again, the reason I just don't I don't see the point of this trade. And then Atlanta, I'll give this one. I guess I guess a B. I actually. I, I don't really hate this move for the Clippers. So, like, I understand Rondo has kind of been disappointing for Atlanta this year, but he is still a good defender. 
And especially with, like, Patrick Beverly facing, like, knee injuries throughout the year, you still want, like, that defense, defensive point guard and defensive guard in your rotation. Then Rondo also brings great veteran leadership and experience that you're not going to get in most players in the NBA. And on top of that, I know this is a while ago, but when Rondo was on the Bulls, we actually started to make a run in the playoffs. Yeah, so and I really think Rondo's a different type of player. Yeah. I, I like to say that right now. He is he's the next level. He he does take a next step in the playoffs. Yeah, so I really think Rondo, like, even though it might not be like to that level, sure, will be pretty impactful onto their team. Yeah, late in it games. Could. I I don't really see that impact, but he could. Now, uh, Lou will to Atlanta. I guess it makes sense. Like, first of all, they're getting two second round picks, which is. Well, I I think Rondo straight up for Lou Williams is more reasonable, but the two second round picks are just I added like benefits. Yeah, so for Atlanta, that's a good part of it. And Lou will like I guess could be like a spark plug for you, but he has not really been a spark plug for the Clippers. I don't know what else you're expecting him to do on Atlanta, especially since they have Kevin Huerter. They didn't move Cam Reddish, and then I think they have one more shooting guard in the rotation so he's basically going to be at like the back end of your rotation and he's not really going to do much so Mm -hmm. i don't know i guess it makes sense because rondo was not helping them and you get two second round picks for someone that's not doing anything for you so it's it's a good move for both teams so i would give the clippers a i'd give them a b and i'd give atlanta a b plus i'd give them an a minus Two second round pick for someone that's not doing anything for you. Yeah. Okay. That's I, that's fair. Uh, this next, I think the next trade and which is the pretty major one, I think the second biggest trade that happened so far would be Victor Oladipo going to Miami for Avery Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, and twenty twenty two swap rights. Ah, this is just sad. In terms for Houston, this is just a sad trade. They could have got Karis Levert, right? But they choose not to. They choose Victor Oladipo. Which I didn't make sense. It didn't make sense because Victor Oladipo was on a contract rental, and I don't think he would resign anyways. Karis Levert, I think he's younger. I think he had more promise as, as a player, but they choose Victor Oladipo instead, and it clearly didn't work out because he did not want to sign an extension. So th- the best value they could get from him is Avery Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, and the 2022 swap, right? Which I really don't see could be much. I think Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk. Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk won't change their team. They they just lost, I think, a, a really big part of like the Nets trade. They got nothing in this. In this, nothing. Like Victor Oladipo should have gotten more, garnered more value. I'd say. Yeah, Avery Bradley is not doing anything. Kelly Olynyk is not doing anything, and it's not like you're getting a first round pick unprotected. You're just swapping picks. So like. Y- I guess you get the better of the first-round picks, but it's not like you're getting an extra first-round pick. You're just just swapping them. Yeah. So, like, I don't understand the trade for Houston at all. I think this is the best value they got for him, which is sad, I guess. Yeah, and going back, like, the Karis LeVert thing, like, I'm really, really high on Karis LeVert. I think he could be one of the best wings in the NBA. I agree. I am too. And picking Victor Oladipo over Karis Levert at the time... It's a mistake. It was a mistake. It's still ridiculous to me. 
I guess now, I guess, like, because of Karis LeVert's, like, medical issue. Maybe. But again, I don't think it'll, I don't think it affected his game. It was in a, it was in a, yeah, uh, injury he's, too. I think he's back. He's, he's back playing now. now. And he, yeah. he played good. I think he hit a game winner. I mean, that doesn't dictate you as a player, but. Yeah, I, I really do think Karis LeVert has much, much more value than Victor Oladipo. And if you're, if you're picking Victor Oladipo over Karis LeVert to trade him away for nothing, then they did their job perfectly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm giving this one, and I saw ESPN give a similar grade, but I'm, I'm, this is like a, a D minus, an F plus, an F. I, I just like overall. You know what? I'm giving this an F. Like overall, yeah. this whole situation from the start of the Nets trade to how they got the ashes they got in this one, it's an F to me. They really messed this one up. Yeah. So uh, before I like grade them, I'm talking about like Miami. I think this is a good move for Miami. Sure. I, I you, you you go ahead. It brings them defense. Oladipo, like, they got him for nothing. Even though he's been averaging, like, 21 points a game this season, he's been, he, he hasn't been incredibly efficient. 40% from field goal, but 33 from three, so it's not too bad. But he's a good defender, and he's a good offensive player. And defense is what Miami prides itself on. So, he fits their culture pretty well. For me, it's like they play this really smart. I think they had this offer in a while ago. And they had this offer given to uh, Houston. And Houston thought they'd get more interest for Oladipo. But they clearly didn't. And this was the best offer they could get. Which is sad. But Houston definitely played it patiently. And they didn't offer more than they needed to. They were reluctant to give more in the first place. And it's fair. He might not resign. And they got him for a cheap cheap uh they give a good they didn't have to give up much at all like we've emphasized before now if this trade had tyler hero going to houston or even duncan robinson i'm not even or or kendrick nunn i think tyler hero or kendrick nunn i think this is not a horrible trade for Houston. they couldn't get any of those young players they got kelly lanik and avery belly no young assets and i i don't know how like i i really don't know it makes no sense I think Houston had the leverage in the situation. I don't understand how Miami was able to fleece them this hard. This was this was a fleece. I'm giving Miami an A. I'm giving Houston an F minus, like whatever, like lowest. Yeah, literally the lowest thing you can give them. <laughs> and Miami, I would give this yeah an A because this is this highway robbery. And I I think Victor Olipa wants to be in Miami. It just makes so much sense for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think Olipa will play the two. Uh, Butler to play this three. I think maybe. Wait, does do you think Oladipo comes at the bench? Maybe. No. No. I think Bealich at the four, Bam at the five. So hero here at the one or he no. comes off the bench. Either Drogic or none at the I one. I think Drogic I'm, comes off the bench. He's coming off the bench. He's been right now. The bench. Who's been starting? I'm not sure. I don't think he's been hero. I think he's been playing point guard for them. Really? I'll while you pull that up, I'll I'll start the next trade. So this trade. Uh, I think there's two more trades. So this is the JJ Redick and Nicola Melli for James Johnson, Dal and a Dallas second runner and some um, some cash. So, okay, so it's been Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. And okay. Tyler here has been off the bench, but he's been playing a lot off the bench. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's go this next trade. Like I mentioned, so JJ Redick, Nicola Melli, uh, James Johnson for James Johnson, Dallas 2020 21 second rounder and cash. 
So Dallas really should have been better this off of this this trade deadline. They don't have anyone surrounding Yoke um Nico, uh, eh. They don't have anyone surrounding Luca and Kristaps. Their bench is really not that good. Adding a player like JJ Redick is good, but again, doesn't really uh improve their odds and make them a much better team in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I don't think Dallas could have done too much in this offseason. Maybe Norman Powell could have been a good fit for Dallas. But I, I don't know. I feel like this is not like a very big trade. I don't think I, this is. I, I think they could have made a better play at Victor Oladipo. They, they could have easily made a better offer than they, what, what Miami made. Yeah, so I, I really think Dallas might have been able to make like a bigger move for like a Victor Oladipo. Or sure. Norman Powell. Yeah. Maybe like Tim Hardaway and some picks. Dorian Finney-Smith maybe. I I guess the JJ Reddick like signing is good. I trading, yeah, but I'm not a big fan. I they already have three point shooting. Like that's what we've been saying since like the beginning of the season. I don't understand why you need more three point shooting when instead you could go for defense or slashing. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I could I think Again, I think Victor Oladipo should have been a prime candidate. They could have made a better move. Even Norman Powell. Or even, I think DeRozan should have been on the market. They could have heard him. They could have tried to make a move for him. Overall, I'm going to give Dallas, in this trade, like not counting the other stuff, but in this trade, I'd give them, I think, they did lose James Johnson, who was a good kind of grit and grind kind of player for them. But And a second. I mean, a second. Son of yeah, whatever. I'm gonna give them. I mean, they 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 did get back Nicola Melli, but so I'll give them. I guess a B. I I think Dallas won the trade. They just they could have done more. So I'm gonna give Dallas a B as well. I'm giving New Orleans. I think a B plus because either they were ha- they're gonna have to, they would have had to trade him or bought him out, and they got a decent trade. I guess James Johnson will provide some grit and grind. And yeah, I give this a B plus. I think New Orleans kind of did better on this trade. I'm going to give them a B as well. I don't really think either team benefited much. Okay. Next trade, the final trade. Um, so Boston got... So there's a three-team trade involving Boston, Washington, and Chicago. Our Bulls. Boston got Mo Wagner, Luke Cornett. <laughs> uh, Washington got Daniel Gafford, Chandler Hutchinson. And Chicago got Tice, Troy Brown, Javante Green, and some cash from both Washington and Boston. Yeah, so from Boston's point of view, I guess, like, you're bringing in some center depth. Even though neither of them are good, it's at least something, like, because that's been their one position of need. For Washington, I actually like the trade for Washington, because I got, Gafford, he did have, like, a fouling problem, but he is a good player. And I liked Hutchison when he was on the floor. He just wasn't available much. And for us, I really, I think we won the trade. Because Tice is a great defensive center. He has somewhat of a shot. Croy Brown is a good young wing. Or he's a young wing. Maybe not super good right now. And then Javante Green and the cash is like, it's just kind of bystanding parts of it. For me, yeah, Javante Green is like a bench depth sort of player. Uh, Daniel Tice, for me, he provided, we made a good move because we needed front court defense, which we were going to severe, severely lack, especially after, which we have been lacking. This whole season, and he definitely brings that for us. Troy Brown lost a lot of his minutes, but we saw he could play really well. Especially we saw that in the in the bubble, 
So I think we definitely have some potential there. He could he could probably start for us or come off the bench, give some rotational min- minutes. Uh, we I I I did like Gafford and Hutchinson. I guess I I did I love the energy that Gafford brought. Really high power type of player, which I really liked. Hutchinson, I, I'm the, I wasn't a really big fan of just because he couldn't stay on the court. So yeah, I was kind of sad that we lost Gafford, but I, in in the end, I think we got a we got we yeah, got a we good got return. No good. Uh, Boston, they traded Tice because he. This is the final year of his contract, which makes sense. So they did get some young players in ret- young player in return in Mo Wagner. So I'm giving overall Boston a B. Washington, I'm giving this a B plus because they could maybe make something out of Gafford or and Hutchinson. They're both young. And I'm giving Chicago an A minus on this one. Yeah, I I have the same thing. Boston B, Washington B plus, and Chicago A minus. All right. Um, um. Before we end, I need to. We need to mention the two buyouts we've seen. So Lamarcus Aldridge got bought out, and Andre Drummond got bought out. Uh, I predict. I predicted the Drummond thing. Yeah. I would like to check, check, take credit for that one. Uh. That. Yeah. Thank you. They were much. looking to trade, trade though, but they couldn't. Yeah. Like I said. So. Yeah, they both got bought out. So they could be a good add add on for any team that's trying to contend right now, like the Lakers, like like the Celtics, like. Like like Brooklyn, so again, anything could happen. I think Aldridge right now is connected to the Heat. Yeah, which could be fun. But I'm talking about I'm, I was talking about Drummond in that situation. So yeah, anything could happen, and uh, could be really fun. All right, thanks for listening, and uh, chimps out, peace.